Welcome back. Another episode of the whole nine yards here on a Saturday evening. The Bills and Broncos are currently playing. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the games tomorrow. Let's just get right into it. Uh, we'll talk about probably the least solidified playoff spot in the league right now, and that's the last NFC wildcard spot. Uh, two games that are going on tomorrow are Bears at Vikings and Eagles at Cardinals. Uh, right now, the Vikings and Cardinals are probably the top two contenders for that wildcard spot. Uh, we'll talk about Bears at Vikings. Um, uh, in our playoff predictions, I predicted that the Vikings would get the last uh, playoff spot. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that game plays out uh i definitely think the vikings i mean the vikings need to win this game for sure uh they're coming off a loss against the buccaneers i did predict they would lose that game um it's it's weird now because i predicted that for the vikings to make that spot they'd have to beat the saints and after this week and the saints lost to the eagles i was anticipating the saints would lose one of their next of the last four games. I did not think it'd be against the Eagles. So it'll be weird. It'll be weird to see how things play out. Um, the chiefs uh, traveled to new Orleans to play the saints this week. Uh, if the saints were to lose that, that'd be two straight losses. Like Brandon mentioned last week. And, you know, are they going to lose three straight against the Vikings? That's, that's tough, especially with like a Sean Payton and Drew Brees led team. Uh, so, That'll be interesting to see. The Eagles play the, the Eagles travel to Arizona to play the Cardinals this week as well. Uh, another interesting game. The Eagles are coming off a bit the biggest upset in a while this season. Uh, and the Cardinals, they're in an interesting spot right now. Uh, they were kind of skidding, and it looked like they were falling off. But they Kyler Murray gets healthy again, and they're able to beat a Giants team that many people were invested in uh so the cardinals feel very revived i'm starting to lean more cardinals at this point i mean the cardinals i think they probably have the much better offense the defense debatable but the cardinals i mean they have a game up on the vikings right now and the vikings did not look great uh against the bucks they didn't even look great against the jaguars when they beat them in overtime they haven't looked very great at all, really. Uh, so, I mean, they need to beat the bear, the Bears, and they need, they need to win out for sure. And the Cardinals can, I mean, they can probably afford to lose a game at this point. So, I don't know, you know, I don't know what you feel about these two games right now, though. Yeah, well, uh, looking at it, I mean, I think the Cardinals are definitely the better team than the Vikings are. Um, if Murray's healthy, which, it, like, based on last week, it seems like he's healthy. Um which they definitely have the quarterback advantage then over Cousins. And I would just say as a complete offense, I would say the Cardinals are better than the Vikings. And their defenses are – both their defenses are kind of the same. They're not great, but they're not, like, terrible. Um, but they can definitely get exposed at times. But if Murray's going to be healthy for these last three games, then I definitely would have to go Cardinals over Vikings. And the Vikings don't really have, like, a great schedule. Like – I think we'll get into it later, but Saints are playing the Chiefs, and it probably seems like they're going to lose that game. Um, and then the Vikings play the Saints right after. And like, like you just mentioned, like the Saints are 
they lost two in a row, then they have to face the Vikings. That's probably the worst thing that Minnesota Minnesota could hope for because there's just no way the Saints are going to lose three straight uh, heading into the playoffs, or at least, you know, about to head into the playoffs. And I didn't have the Vikings making the playoffs in my wild card uh, for our playoff brackets. Um, I didn't have the Vikings either because I wasn't expecting Murray to be completely healthy or at least, you know, like 90% um, at this point. I was thinking his shoulder was probably going to hinder him for the rest of the season and he just wasn't going to be able to be the same player. But he looked pretty good against the Giants last week. And uh, like I said before, if he's going to be able to play like that, then I would probably pick them to be the last uh, wild card spot. Um, you're right, they have a game over the Vikings already, so that helps. Uh, so I'd probably go with the Cardinals over the Vikings right now at this point, especially with both their schedules and how they match up. Well, uh, I mean, are you expecting the Giants to even compete? Are you, are you well, selling on the Giants now? I'm not sure what to think because – both the Giants and Washington are on the backup quarterbacks and it doesn't like, I'm not really sure when one of them is going to come back. Like obviously Jones played last week, but like he really shouldn't have played. They should have just sat him out for that game because he probably would have been completely healthy for this upcoming game. Um, so I don't know if he's going to play the rest of the season. Um, maybe he can come back for next week, but he's definitely going to be limited no matter what. Alex Smith got injured, uh, which I think is huge because Haskins just isn't, he just isn't that good of a quarterback in order for them to win games. Like, they could barely win games as it is with their offense. Um, obviously, their defense is what leads them. But if you have Haskins in there, it's going to be tough to score points. Uh, so I'm not really sure what to think of that. Obviously, I had Washington as my last wild card and the Giants uh, winning division. But I'm not even really sure. I'm not even really sure he's going to win that division anymore. It could be – like I mean – I don't want to say it, but, like, the Cowboys could potentially win that division if they went out and the Giants and Washington struggle down the stretch with backup quarterbacks. At least we have Dalton, who's been a starting quarterback. So I feel definitely more confident in him, but I'm not sure how confident I am in the team itself compared to the Cowboys or Washington. Even the Giants, because their defense is uh, still really good, but I'm not really sure what to think of that division. So I can't really, I can't really answer that, but – I'd well, I mean, the Cowboys part. definitely. I mean, they have an outside, a very outside shot. Uh, they really, they have to win. I mean, they, okay, they, they have to win out, obviously. But this Niners game is the most is their most challenging game tomorrow. One, uh, if they if they win that, though, I mean, they they host the Eagles and then they travel to New York to play the Giants. Uh, I mean, it's honestly, it's not that far fetched. It's not something that I had even really thought about that much. But at the end of the day, yeah, like. I just don't – I'm just not in love with the actual Cowboys team at this point, really. Uh, I mean, I think Dalton is better than McCoy, and he's much better than Haskins. But the rest of that Washington football team, especially on the defensive side, on the defensive line, I mean, it's it's not even – it's not close. Uh, and with the Giants, for the most part, same thing. Uh, I, I'm not a big Joe Judge fan, but I – Still think probably Joe Judge is a better coach right now than Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I mean it's they have an outside shot. It's going to be tough though. I mean, it's not even a guarantee they. I mean, it's not a guarantee they beat the Niners. That's for sure. So, no, it will be tough. But I mean, I don't. 
like when we made our playoff brackets, I was definitely way more confident in both the Giants and Washington, but with their quarterbacks getting injured, I just can't feel as confident. And with not knowing who's going to win that division, it could literally be, it could even be the Eagles. I mean, I don't think Hurts is going to play like he did um, against the Saints. Like, I think um, they're just not going to play that good again. But, I mean, any four of those teams could win the division. So, because of that, and because I don't know where they're going to end up, I just have to go Cardinals for that last wild card spot because a healthy Murray is clearly the best quarterback out of any of the quarterbacks that we're talking about for that last spot. Um, so, I'd have to go with the Cardinals just because I'd have to put faith in Murray that he'd be able to win games. Yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd probably agree there. I'm I'm going to – I'm going to – Put, I'm gonna hold some faith in my Vikings last wildcard spot prediction, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling too great about it. That's for sure. Um, we'll move on to something we briefly touched on there. That was Alex Smith getting hurt. Uh, the Seahawks travel to Washington to play the Washington Football Team tomorrow, and I mean, this is a much less interesting game with Alex Smith out. I'll get your initial reactions, or well, how you feel about this game. Yeah, I mean, it definitely hurts, like we were just saying. Like, Smith's not playing because he's just a way better quarterback than Haskins is. Um, even just, like, knowing the game, being able to pick out situations and make good decisions just in that uh, aspect, and because he's played in big games before. And this is definitely going to be a tough game. I mean, playing Seattle, you're our home, which helps, and their defense is so good that they can cause turnovers from Wilson like we've seen it before. Um, he went through that stretch, you know, like early, kind of middle of the season, where he just kept turning the ball over. And the only thing I would say that helps them is that even though Seattle's defense just isn't that good, and now they played good at times, but um, they're really not that good of a defense. Uh, they're going to be playing an offense that, and I'm not sure if um, Antonio Gibson is going to be able to play in this game. It, they list him as doubtful, so I'd say probably not. And if he does, he'd be. Like, if he, if he does uh, be able to play in this game, he'd probably be very limited. So, they're really not going to have that much of a running game without Gibson. Obviously, without Smith, they're not going to be great in the uh, in the air. They weren't going to be great anyways, but with Haskins, definitely not. So, that's probably the only thing that's going to help Seattle. If Smith was playing this game, I'd definitely go Washington. Um, I just think – Like, to win? Yeah, I, I think I would. If Smith was playing, I think I would. Because – Yeah, no, I don't disagree. I mean, I think not having – 95% chance Gibson doesn't play and yeah I mean Haskins is so bad and my he's like I mean he's like Josh Rosen bust at this point like I just I don't think there's any salvaging his career which is weird to say because he's really only been in the NFL for like a year but I mean he's looked so bad and I mean I don't have any faith that I mean this isn't like Ron Rivera's guy this isn't I just I don't have any faith that even Washington likes Haskins anymore. I think they're ready to draft somebody else. Uh, luckily or unluckily for them, they're not even going to have a top pick. So, you know, they might have to draft a guy in the mid-first round or, or trade up to try to get, get a guy at like 10-ish. But, I mean, they're not trading up to one or two or three, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, so no Gibson, no Smith. I'm going to take this. I would take the Seahawks in this game. Uh, it's just really tough for Washington. I mean, Washington should and might be able to keep it close just because their defense is really talented and 
you know, who knows, but yeah, I mean, this is going to be, if they can't score the ball, like they obviously can't win the game and it's a, it's a really bad offense with Haskins and no Antonio Gibson. So, you know, that's going to hurt them a lot. And like with the, how it is right now, I definitely go Seattle, but I think it's, it's when Smith's in there, it's just completely different. Even though like their offense may not seem like a thousand times better, it's just a different offense. So because yeah. of that, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't put any trust in Haskins unless he shows something, which I mean, I doubt that he will. So, yeah. So, so you like down or whatever on the Seahawks right now? Like, like I mean, if, well, yeah, if you're picking the, the, the Washington football team to win, like assuming well, was Smith picking, was in the game. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm just not sure. Like I think if Smith was in Seattle's defense would have more of a problem, even if Gibson wasn't playing. Like, I just think, I think the offense is just better with Smith in there. So it's not like they'd put up 30 points, but I think they'd be able to put up 20 to like 24 and be able. And I think Washington defense is that good where they could hold Seattle to maybe 20 points. I mean, they'd have to be playing their best game probably because it, I, th- I don't can, Wilson's really not that consistent enough. Like he's, he's pretty consistent, but there could be times where he just turns the ball over or he just misses throws. So I think with how good their defense is, they can definitely um, just – they can, like, frustrate Wilson and that offense. Um, but, again, if Smith's not playing, I'd definitely go Seattle. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm pretty – I've always been, like, high on the Seahawks for some reason. Like, I don't know if it's just a bias, but in terms of, like, preseason Super Bowl predictions over the past however many years, like, when I've just thought about it off the top of my head or, like, talked to somebody about it, like – I would say the Seahawks, other than the Patriots, because probably because I'm a Pats fan slash because the AFC has been not the best and the Pats were pretty much always the best team. Uh, the Seahawks were probably like the team that I predicted the, to be in there in that game the second most. And I don't know if that I don't know why, but what I'm saying is I'm kind of down on the Seahawks this year, which is like different from what I've usually been. Uh, I'm not loving Russell Wilson's year I thought this was his MVP year to lose especially at the beginning of the year like he was playing so well and I thought just the narrative added up so well so he kind of just had to like you know he didn't have to play have be super dominant I mean he could have just kind of treaded water and probably still come out there you know with an MVP award potentially but he's played not well the roster in general in Seattle like there's just not much to love, especially on the defensive side. I mean, it's really just, it's really just Adams. Like other than that, I mean, are there any, are there any other pro bowlers on that, on that defense other than Adams? I mean, I mean, Bobby Wagner, but he just has not been the same player. this year. Yeah, no, he's just not the same. It's yeah. So I'm not, I don't know how to feel. It, it's they're They're going to be one of the most, I guess interesting teams in the playoffs. I mean, we'll see how everything works out, but they're definitely a team you wouldn't want to play in the playoffs. They're a team you would not want to play for sure. Like nobody wants to play Pete Carroll and, and Russell Wilson, especially if you have to travel to Seattle. Uh, but they're going to be super unpredictable just because, I mean, what what Seattle are we getting? Like, are we getting the one that loses to New York seventeen to twelve, or are we going to get you know one that looks really good and blows the Jets out forty to three? I mean, that's not really saying much, but. It's it's going to be interesting to see what what Seattle team are really getting. Uh, as of late, other than that Jets game, I mean Seattle has not played 
super well. Uh, you know, that loss to the Bills was really bad. That Giants loss is not great. They lost to the Rams a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see what Seattle we really get in the playoffs. I'd anticipate it's what Russell Wilson at his on his A game and Pete Carroll still being a top five coach in the league. But, I mean, yeah, like, it's, again, it's just super unpredictable. Um, we'll move on, though. Uh, we'll talk about probably the game of the week here, super anticipated game. Uh, Chiefs traveling to New Orleans to play the Saints. Uh, so Breeze is going to be starting. Is that confirmed at this point? Uh, that's confirmed, yeah. And Thomas is out. Is that also confirmed at this point? Or yeah, doubtful? he's on. He's on IR. He's not even just out. He's on okay. IR. So what is? I mean, I haven't looked into Thomas too much, but what's the deal? Like, is it? Well, it's his ankle that he had earlier. So, like, he was after like I think six games it was maybe five games earlier this year um and it was the ankle and then he came back and I think they just said that like he was trying to play through it but like practices and games weren't making it better so they're like we'd rather just shut you down for the until the playoffs like he'll be fine for the playoffs but they said like we'd rather just shut you down so that you're at least like 90 percent instead of like maybe like 70 80 percent so I think that was really the reason behind it this game is I mean, this game has huge seeding implications. So I believe the Chiefs have one loss right now. I know that. And the Steelers have two. If the Chiefs were to lose this game and the Steelers were to win next week, the Steelers would have the tiebreaker for the number one seed is what I, is what I believe. I'm pretty sure on that one. Uh, if Yeah, I'm pretty sure too. If the Saints lose and the Packers win, they're probably – not they're done with the one seed right like uh, not done but they're you know they have to win and get help to get that one seed they'd they'd have to win out and i'm not sure what the tiebreaker is but I mean, the, 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 the just, packers have the head-to-head tiebreaker oh yeah they so. had the head-to-head so yeah i mean they'd have to win out and the packers had to lose two out of three so i mean yeah, yeah. They'd have to lose two i would say the saints basically have to win this game to to have a, have a chance, chance at the one seed yeah yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's interesting. Like, I, I think, you know, what looks really good right now is my is my Packers number one seed prediction. That's probably the best prediction I had. I've had so or I've had on that, on that, like the predictions we did. That wasn't like super typical. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know how I feel about the same starting breeze this game. I guess you know, you kind of have to, but at the same time, you really don't. Like, you could just argue like keep Helen, make sure Breeze is absolutely 100%. That way, you know, the Chiefs don't have any film on Breeze, at least in a head-to-head game uh, with Thomas out. Like, are you really, you know, do you do you believe you have a chance in this game? I mean, I, I guess you probably do if you're starting Breeze. Uh, I mean, would you start Breeze or would you keep Helen or what are you doing? It was definitely curious when I saw it, only because it seemed like he was on track to come back next week, um, which I think is probably the smarter move it was – uh, would be to save him for next week only because it's like, obviously you always have a chance. Like you always think you're going to win every game. Um, obviously they're not like, like they were going to hold breeze out. It's not like they're just going like, to concede the game or anything like that. Obviously they think they can win the game, but in reality, they're probably not going to win this game. Um, and like, even if they do win this game, I mean, do you really see them getting the one seat over the Packers? Like I, I really doubt that even if they win this game, they'd still be able to get that one seed. So I'd kind of – I would have saved Breeze till next week. 
let him get two more games in for the playoffs start, and then you'd have him his game reps that he would need before going into the playoffs, and then you'd have to just Thomas would be back. You'd have Breeze, Kamara, your defense, everything. So I think that would probably be the smarter move, but I think an aspect of it was that they couldn't keep going with Taysom Hill. I just – it wasn't working out. Like Even though they were three and one with him, he just was not that good playing quarterback. Um they kind of got by by playing bad teams and their defense was playing really well. Um, and then when they lost the Eagles last week, I think Peyton realized that he had to put Breeze back in. Yeah, I, I'm i curious to know how the Saints feel about their quarterback situation going forward, like after this year. I want to say that the Saints had a lot of faith in Taysom Hill being the next guy and – I mean, after four weeks, it's only four weeks, but I just don't see how you can feel confident in that. Uh, I mean, I'm sure the Saints don't feel confident in Winston. I mean, if you're not starting Winston over Hill, you know, I mean, Winston is the ba- was the backup quarterback, at least in my mind. Like, I don't – the whole year I wasn't thinking about Winston as the third ba- – like the third string. So, I mean, yeah, that's it's kind of interesting. Like, they're – if Breeze does retire, which I'm going to assume he will in this scenario, does does Taysom start and you draft a guy and you kind of you you either either Hill works out or you or you throw in that rookie like at some point, or do you bring in a veteran that most likely isn't Winston? Maybe it is Winston, and you bring him in and you also draft a guy, so you have your veteran who's probably starts from day one. Maybe he starts a few games. Maybe he gets the whole year. And then after that, you've got your young guy. I, I really don't know. But similar to the Patriots, they've not done a great job in setting up this, this seamless transition. A team that did – I mean, a team that definitely did that was like the Packers. I mean, going from, from Rodgers – or sorry, from Favre to Rodgers. And they might even go from Rodgers to – if Love is any good, then it's from Favre to Rodgers and then Rodgers to Love. The Patriots didn't do that all that well. Um they, they tried uh, the saints also haven't really done it that well. And, and that's assuming breeze retires, which I would be very surprised if he didn't, but that's just something to note. Um, well, but, even if he didn't retire after this year, he would hundred percent retire after next year. So I guess you, if you're the saints, you'd probably hope that he'd play another year because it could buy you time, but um, it, it's going to be interesting. Like we've been talking about a lot, like what they'll do going into next season. Um, Obviously, they didn't have enough trust in Winston, whether it was that they didn't think he knew the offense enough or they already had an offense in place if Hill were to start and they just thought that was the better option. I don't know what they thought, but I don't see them. If they were to start Hill going into next year, that'd be crazy. It seems way too good in order. Like, they're too good of a team to have him at quarterback and most likely holding them back from. Yeah, I mean, you're in a, you're in a win now mode. Like, you... Yeah, he's not the guy. Cause you're probably trying to win now. And then unless you do, if you, especially if you don't find the next guy, then you're kind of in re roster rebuild mode. Cause you do. Uh, that's what I'd assume. At least you have some pieces that are getting older. Uh, yeah. I mean, it'll be definitely, it's going to be, I hate to say interesting again, but it's going to be interesting to see uh, looking at the chief side. I think people, some people are like slightly down on the chiefs, but not legitimately down on the chiefs. Uh, they haven't really played well, like, recently, like, at all, almost. Uh, they haven't had, like, a convincing win in a good amount of time. But I don't think any of their wins have been 
I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but none of their wins have made me think, wow, like, you know, maybe this isn't the best team in the league. I just think it's like, all right, the Chiefs are kind of just sleeping through their games at this point, and they're winning them, though. Uh, you know, I think they're like – they're kind of like the Warriors were um, when they had uh, Kevin Durant for those two years um, when they won the championships. Like, in the regular season, they were kind of just going through games uh, because they knew that – obviously, it's different. Obviously, NBA, like, the regular season doesn't matter as much if you're that good of a team because you'll make the playoffs anyways. But compared to the NFL where every game does matter, but they're in a state where, like, they know they're going to – most likely be the one seed at worst, the two seed, but I think they will be the one seed. Um, and they're just getting ready for the playoffs. They know that the regular season is not going to, no matter how they play in the regular season, they know for the playoffs, they'll be much better anyways. So I don't think it matters that much. Yeah. Uh, so is my, yeah, Mahomes is still, I mean, obviously the best quarterback in the league. This offense is still insanely good. I don't, I don't doubt this defense at all either. Uh, I fully expect the Chiefs to win this game. I'd be I'd be kind of surprised if the Saints won this game. And the spread is actually was kind of surprising to me. It was only what two and a half. Um, I have it at three, but yeah, two and a half, three. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's to me like I'm taking the Chiefs all day in that uh, for sure. Um, we'll move on from the Chiefs though. We'll move to a very underrated game i guess one that you know would be under the radar typically uh the browns travel to new york to play the giants uh we talked about jones is injured so mccoy starting the browns are coming off a i think I, I would call it a very impressive loss even though it was a loss to the ravens uh it, it proved that you know they're a team to stay i think many could have written that that titans game off as a fluke and i borderline did uh, this Ravens game, though, on Monday night, I think it proved me wrong a little bit. I'm not – I wasn't exactly sure how to feel about it after, like, are the Ravens and the Browns both really good or are they both, like, borderline playoff teams? And I, I still don't know the answer to that, but I think both teams have showed flashes, both the Ravens and the Browns, and I think they both have potential to actually be – top three or two maybe yeah maybe even top two teams in the in the AFC like the Ravens still could be the second best team in the AFC and I I wouldn't I honestly wouldn't be all that surprised the Browns I would be surprised by but I think the Browns can definitely be better than I expected I think they could I mean I think they could win any wild card matchup unless the Chiefs had the two seed then I wouldn't be able to win that but Assuming the Chiefs are the one seed, they could beat any team, in my opinion. Like, if they have to, they could beat the Steelers, they could beat the Bills, they could beat the Titans, they could beat the Colts, they could beat whatever team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, talking about the Browns, um, I was, I feel like you, I was pretty impressed with how they played on Monday. We haven't had a chance to talk about it, um, but. They, like, I looked at the Browns-Titans game from the week before as kind of like a fluke game um, in that I was surprised at the outcome, but I didn't think it could be repeated. And, I mean, they put up 42 against the Ravens. Now, they gave up 47, but, I mean, in my eyes, the Ravens are probably the third or fourth best team in the AFC. Um, I would have Chiefs, Bills, and then rather Ravens or Colts. Uh, that's just the way that I look at it. But 
I think the Ravens are one of the top teams. Obviously, they haven't been playing like it, um, like a couple weeks previous, but with everyone healthy and off the COVID and listing everything like that, um, I think they're back to kind of, not what they were last year, but a similar version to that. So, I, yeah, they lost the game, but it was, a, it was a great game. And I don't think, I think you look positively at the game if you're the Browns. And going into these last three weeks, I mean, we both had them making the playoffs, right? You had them making the playoffs, right? The Browns, yeah. Yeah, I had them out of my last wild card spot. So, I mean, I guess we'll see. I was expecting this game to be a loss. Um, the Browns-Giants game, which right now it, you know, it seems like Cleveland's probably going to win that game, uh, especially with the way they're playing and with Colt McCoy starting. But, um, you know, they've been pretty – like really surprising because I I was looking at that Browns-Titans game as just a fluke game, and then they came out against the Ravens and played like that. And Baker, really, it's more so Baker than anything else. He looked, he's looked pretty, pretty good these last two weeks. So if he can continue playing like that, the Browns could definitely. Um, I mean, I don't see them beating like the Chiefs or the Bills, but uh, they could definitely beat the Steelers, uh, maybe even the Colts or the Titans, uh, possibly the Ravens. So yeah, they're definitely a, definitely one of the top teams, but more so the middle tier of the AFC. As little as two weeks ago, we were both in the camp that yeah the browns like are almost cemented in the playoffs at this point but we didn't feel like you know whoever they played wild card weekend we almost felt like it was they were gonna lose and I'm, i mean i'm i'm willing i don't know if i'm i'm still probably not even high on the browns comparative to a lot of other people but i'm at the point where i'm willing to say which is a lot for me because i don't like the browns at all i'm willing to say you know like i just said they're they're able to beat any team at this point uh except for the chiefs in my opinion but you know, would it absolutely surprise me if they if they went to Buffalo and beat the Bills? I mean, to some, maybe, but to me, no. It would not surprise me at all. I still think Josh Allen is a very mistake-prone quarterback. I mean, last time we saw him in the playoffs, you know, uh, he made a really dumb lateral play, which was just like some of the – some of the worst awareness I've seen in a while, especially in a, in a moment like that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and what I'm trying to say is the Browns are a real team, and that's more than I thought they were. Uh, the Ravens, I think, are also a real team, and I'm not a Lamar Jackson fan. I, you aren't either, but I still have hope that this Ravens team are, are going to get out of their, their slump that this regular season has been for the most part and that they're going to get close to what they were last year I, I don't think they're going to be what they were last year and I'm not talking about in the playoffs I'm talking about in the regular season but I again I think this Ravens team is a team that I think you know I think they're going to make the wild card uh, as well and this team could honestly beat any team too and I think if I had to beat to pick a team to beat the Chiefs right now I mean, the Ravens are up there. I don't know that they're the team I pick, but they're up there, which, especially considering they're a wild card team, which is – yeah, I, I think I think it's the Bills, the Ravens. I think those are the two teams that I think, you know, have the best shot at beating the Chiefs. I don't yeah, know how you I feel would, about that. I would say so, too. Um, to be the Chiefs, I'd – yeah, I'd probably say those two. I wouldn't – I was going to – See if I would say the Colts. Um, I mean, the way they've been playing lately, I mean, yeah, but I'm not sure if they're going to be able to keep playing like that. Um, if they had a better quarterback, I would be on board. 
Yeah, I mean, Rivers has actually played pretty well this year um, based on – I think the stuff that was happening at the end in um, San Diego, Los Angeles, uh, was not so much on him as it was probably the coaching staff, as we could see with uh, the Chargers this year and Anthony Lynn. I think there was just too much stuff going on for Rivers. And I'm not saying he's like a great quarterback or anything like that, but he was definitely better than what he was showing uh, those last couple of years for the Chargers, and you can see that with the Colts, like a much better organization with a really good offensive line and a couple weapons that are just good enough, and you could see how he's playing this year. Um, but going back to who could beat the Chiefs, I mean, yeah, I'd probably say Ravens and Bills. I mean, it seems like I'm a lot higher on the Bills than you are, and I'm actually kind of surprised at how high I am on the Ravens because I'm not a Lamar uh, guy, So, and I'm not really even sure why I'm so high on them, but I think – them as a complete team is one of the best teams in the league. So if they can get to that stage of them being complete, then they could definitely, they can match up with any team, I would say. Yeah. I mean, we've seen their ceiling and it's a lot higher than a lot of these, a lot of these other teams. I still think, you know, the Ravens at their ceiling, they're better than the Colts. I think you're probably a lot higher than I am on Phillip Rivers. I still don't trust Rivers. I mean, even Rivers in his prime, like, Eesh, playoff games were not his best, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, do you want to just get into predictions now, or we can just start predictions? Unless uh, you have yeah, anything we can else do, to say. Yeah, uh, no, we can do predictions now. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, um, so a little bit of change here with the predictions. Um, I'll just repeat the records if you don't remember them from we talked about it last episode, but uh. I'm 18 and 18. Brandon's 12 and 24. He probably didn't want me to repeat those records or whatever, but I will get in. Uh, so one change, uh, what we usually did was we would both just pick five of the biggest games like in the week. So either most interesting or have the most implications for seeding or playoffs or what. Um, as an example, you know, if we were doing that this week, one of those games would be New Orleans and Kansas City. Um this week, what we're going to do is we're both going to pick five. And this is what we're going to do going forward um, is we're both going to pick our five most. The five games that we believe in the most, um, just for the sake of some variety, I guess. I, I don't know why, I guess. I think it's just something that we both prefer. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, uh, Brandon, did you want to start this one or? Uh, yeah, I'll start. Um, so my first game is uh, Packers uh, with the Panthers out of the Packers. Um, this game is Saturday night, so tonight, later tonight. Um, I, I'm i going to go Packers here. It's minus eight for the Packers. And I think the way that they've been playing these last couple of weeks, um, their offense is kind of like unstoppable um, with how good Rodgers is playing. And it uh, could be MVP at the end of the year um, between him and Mahomes. It's looking like Rodgers right now, but there's still three games left, so we'll have to see. But, um, yeah, no, I'm going to go Packers. Uh, Panthers don't have Christian McCaffrey. Um, he was ruled out earlier today. Uh, and, I mean, they basically were playing the whole season without him, but even with him, they probably still wouldn't have had a chance. But even though it's eight points, it's kind of big. Green Bay being at home. Uh, and the way that Rodgers have been playing, I kind of have to go Green Bay. So, yeah, I'm going Packers. Yeah, I'll do my first game. Uh, it's Cleveland and New York. Um, I'm going to take, take the Browns here. 
I think six and a half is definitely a lot for me. Uh, I think Jones being out definitely helps that. The Browns, to me, coming off that loss, I think, I think that does a lot for a team. I think it, you know, it proves to that team that, hey, like, you know, we just beat the Titans. We just came so close to beating the Ravens with the MVP of the league last year. You know, we're not the Browns anymore. We're not like the old Browns. We're a new team now. We're here to compete. And I think this team is ready to go, is ready to stand behind Baker Mayfield. And I mean, they're going to be a legitimate team in the playoffs. I, I don't think that they have the talent to beat the Chiefs, but they're a team I'm confident in. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll take the Browns uh, minus, or yeah, minus six and a half here. Uh, I'll. I'll go with the second game. It's uh, the Bears and the Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings. That uh, They're minus three. It's kind of – I'm kind of like take committed in the Vikings um, as well as I don't like the Bears. The Vikings haven't played super well recently, but, I mean, like I said, I'm kind of invested in this Vikings pick uh, to make the wild card team. So if that's going to happen, they have to win this game, and the Bears are not a good team. So – yeah, uh, I'll take the Vikings here, and I think they win hand. I think they win this game by at least a touchdown. I, I, I know I've said this many times in this show, but I don't like the Bears. I don't like Nagy. He's probably. I, I'd assume he's even if they like finish eight and eight, they're probably still. Even if they make, even if somehow the Bears made the playoffs, Nagy's probably still fired, and the general manager. I, I would assume so, at least. So, regardless, I'll take the Vikings here, and I'll let you go. Uh, for my second game, I'm going Steelers at Bengals. Um, it's 13 and a half, which is pretty big, uh, especially for a Steeler game. But I'm actually going to go with the Steelers. Um, I think the way that they've been playing, obviously, the entire season, they're obviously undefeated, but no one really looked at them as, like, a great team or anything like that, and they've lost two in a row. Uh, two in a row. Um, and some bad, just bad performances. Um, like last week, they played the Bills, which, I mean, I think everyone thought the Bills were going to win that game anyways, but it was just a bad performance. And I think this is the perfect game for them to play. It's a Bengals team that's not good at all. Um, obviously, Burrow has been injured, and then their, his backup, uh, Brandon Allen, is now out for that game. So, and Joe Mixon is going to be out for this game also. So, I don't see the Bengals really competing at all in this game. And I'm going to take – I think that even though it's the Bengals that they're playing, I think the Steelers are going to try to prove something to uh, other people in the NFL, and they're going to just blow the Bengals out. Uh, again, it's the Bengals, so I'm not sure if anyone's going to put real um, – if anyone's going to care that much into the – look that much into the game. But I think they're going to blow them out in this game. I don't really see the Steelers having a problem with um, – the Bengals and I think it's Finley who's going to be starting for them. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, I, I don't think the Steelers will have any problems with them. Before I get into my game, my next game, uh, the Steelers Bengals was a game that I was very tempted to pick as well. Uh, I think the Steelers being off two straight losses, like I would be, I would be very surprised to see them lose. However, 13 and a half is still a big number, and the Steelers are the Steelers. The Steelers notoriously played down to their competition. Um, I would be very, very surprised if the Steelers lost this game. 
but I also am not confident enough to pick them uh, when they're 13 and a half point favorites. So that's why I, that's ultimately the reason I stayed away from that game. Um, it was a, yeah, no, it was a risk. I didn't, I wasn't really sure, but you can't play, you can't play that many close games in a row um, depending on who you're playing and then play this bad of a team and not blow them out, especially with the way everyone's been talking about your team. I mean, you'd, you'd have to hope so. You, they, really need, they really need to come out and, and, you know, have a dominant win over the Bengals. However, from watching the Steelers team years prior, uh, we'll see if that, if that ends up happening. Um, I'll get on my next game here. It's a game that we talked about already, um, so I'll try to keep it short. But it is the Chiefs at the Saints. The Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites right now. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I know that they're on the road. I know they have not looked great as of recently. I know the Saints are getting Breeze back. Uh, not enough for me, though. Again, I mean, I'm not a Breeze guy anyways, but um, the, the Saints do get Breeze back, which is definitely good for them, um, even after, you know, seeing Taysom Hill go 3-1. and one, It just, you know, we talked about it. Not, not the best games for him. Um, I still think the Chiefs are the best team in the league. I don't know how close it is. And that doesn't necessarily mean the Chiefs are locked to win the Super Bowl. It just means that I just think they're the best team. You know, anything could happen on a given Sunday. But, yeah, I'll take the Chiefs to win here. I think not having Thomas, I mean, that's not good, obviously. Um, this Chiefs offense is just – it's just so good. It's really just so good. They can sleep their games and win. I think they'll come ready to play – Two and a half, you know, isn't enough for me to not want to take the Chiefs because I think they win, and I'd say they win by at least a field goal. So, yeah. Uh, for my third game, I have Seattle at Washington. Um, I already said it earlier in the show, but I'm going with Seattle. Uh, it's six and a half, but um, I think Seattle's going to not really have a problem with them. Um Maybe offensively they won't score, like, as many points. Maybe they'll only get, like, 20 to 24, 20 to 25, something like that. But uh, offensively for Washington, they're not going to be able to put up points. Um, last week they got bailed out with two defensive touchdowns. I doubt seeing that again uh, this week. So – and obviously no Smith. going to have Haskins starting. No Gibson, most likely it seems like. So it's going to be tough for them to put up points. And even if they do, I still see the Seahawks winning by more than six and a half. So – uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Seattle here. Yeah, I mean, so if Smith's playing, though, you would change that to a to the uh, to the football team? I would your change. Yeah, I probably would, yeah. I, I mean, I said yeah. I think Washington would win only because if Smith was playing, um, I would just in my mind, like they've been playing so well uh, as a team and momentum's the biggest – factor for most teams when you get down the stretch and the way that they've been playing they've been playing arguably some like some of the best football in the league if you look at the other teams just because of how good they are defensively so I think yeah I think having Smith in there I'd probably go Washington because I think they'd yeah. be able to put up some points and you'd hope that the defense could do something but obviously again without Smith uh, I mean Washington's not gonna be able to do anything offensively yeah my next game Bucks at Falcons. I'm taking the Bucks minus six and a half here. I really 
don't like the Falcons and I would never ever want to put money at risk, especially if it was betting on the Falcons. Uh, they're just, I mean, they're probably the biggest choking organization in the league. Um, it's close between them, the Lions. I guess you could still throw the Browns in there, even though they've played well recently. Like, that doesn't take away from the fact that they're not going to win this year anyways. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it's, that's kind of not really important for this game, but I'll take, the, I'll take the Bucks. At some point, I really still do think, and I know you think this too, their offense is going to make everything work. Um, I thought, you know, Leonard Fournette being a little bit unrelated, but Leonard Fournette being a healthy scratch last week was interesting to me. Um, I was never a big Leonard Fournette guy. You can go back to the first episode that we ever did or whatever. Uh, I'm pretty sure I talked about how I like Ronald Jones more. Um, I still wish they had a, had a pass catcher out of the backfield um, or at least a really good one. And that's unfortunate they don't have that, but I think Brady will get every piece to work. It's really going to be about feeding each wide receiver efficiently. Um, I still think, you know, with Brady there, you'll be able to keep people happy. They're not going to be complaining about their targets because they are playing with the greatest quarterback of all time. And I think they would understand, or at least they would think that Brady knows, you know, if Brady's passing to X receiver more then they're able to justify it with saying, you know what, it's just, it's, just the week's matchup, whatever, or they could say, you know what, it's it's Brady, like he knows what he's doing. Uh, I'll take the I'll take the Bucks to win by, I think they could win by two touchdowns. The Falcons have nothing to play for. The Bucks are still playing for seeding here. Uh, the division's not technically over yet, so for whatever that means, I'll, I'll take the Bucks. Yeah, my fourth game is actually also Bucks Falcons. Um, and I'm going to go Bucks also. Um, I've been riding the Bucks these last couple of weeks. And they didn't look great last week against the Vikings. Um, I thought they'd look like at least – I mean, I was thinking that they'd look a lot better going to that game, coming off the bye. Um, and they didn't look great, but they still won the game by two possessions, um, which you can't take away from them. And I think that was more towards how their defense was playing, not so much their offense. But in a game like this against the Falcons, I think this is where their offense can – um, kind of prevail through what they've been struggling with. Um, they're not going to have Ronald Jones, which uh, I know you're not big on Ronald Jones, but I actually kind of like him, uh, especially in this offense. Um, he's been pretty good this year. I mean, he almost has a thousand yards. So um, that's going to hurt a little bit, but it's the Falcons. Um, like you're right. They're a very like, choke heavy organization and team. As we saw last week against the Chargers when they blew that game. Um so, yeah, I think the Bucks really won't have that much, pro- uh, that much trouble with them. I mean, Julio's not going to play uh, for the Falcons, which I don't know if he would have made that much of a difference anyways, but it's just something that's in, more towards an advantage for the Bucks than is the Falcons, obviously. So, yeah, I'm going to go Bucks uh, six and a half also. Yeah, I mean, the Ronald Jones thing before I get to the last game, I mean, somebody has to rush the ball. Like, you're not just going to – well, I guess I can't even say that because we talked about the Steelers not being able to run at all, but – I'll still say it, like, especially as the Bucks when you have a somewhat lethal passing attack, and if you're going to get out to big game, like to big leads, like somebody's going to have to rush the ball. Uh, I'm still not a big Ronald Jones guy. I'd love to see them in the offseason pick up somebody that can at least catch the ball, at least, you know, some, you know, in New England for the longest time. He started out with, like, Danny Woodhead, uh, Shane Vereen, James White, 
you know, having that, that type of, that type of guy in the backfield, it, it helps Brady out so much. And the older he gets, the more beneficial that type of guy is. And yeah, I mean, I just don't, I don't think Ronald Jones is that guy, you know, whether that, I don't think it's worth drafting running back high to the point where maybe you try to get a guy that can do both. I don't think you necessarily need that. Uh, just being able to get somebody at the backfield that can catch the ball. I think that'd be huge for this offense. Uh, last game though, for predictions, uh, it is the Texans and the Colts. Uh, the Colts are seven and a half point favorites. And I'm actually going to take the Colts here. Uh, the Texans and the Colts did just play a couple weeks ago. It was a very close game. Uh, the Texans were the home team. Uh, I want to say it was Watson ended up, well, it was a bad snap at the goal line and the Colts ended up recovering and winning the game. Uh, so, you know, you might say from that, you know, the, the Texans just competed um, and you would take the Texans. But I think the Colts being home uh, definitely helps them this week as opposed to a couple weeks ago. I think, you know, the Colts still have a lot to play for here. And I think they're going to just walk in on Sunday. And I think they're, I think this could be another potential blowout game. I think it could be two touchdowns, maybe even 17 points or 21 point blowout. I don't like the Texans right now. Uh, I mean, Cornell is, he's exactly what he is. He's just an interim head coach. Uh, Watson just needs help desperately with, he has no roster around him and they have no picks. Uh, which is unrelated to this game, but just in general. Uh, again, I, I've talked about how I'm not a Phillip Rivers fan, and I, I guess I'm lower on the Colts than you are, and maybe even most people, but I'm, I'm going to take the Colts to win this game, and I'll, I'll take them to win it, you know, by at least at least seven and a half points, obviously. So, Yeah, so my final game, I have Jets at Rams. Um, the line is 17, but I'm going to go with the Jets. Uh, this may seem like a crazy pick, but yeah, with a line that big, and obviously the Rams have the number one defense. Jets have a 32nd ranked offense, so it's not looking good in my favor uh, in that aspect. But the way the Jets played last week, they lost 40-3 to to Seattle. Just a terrible loss. Um, no one expected them to win the game, but to lose, especially when they were, being, they were up 3-0 to start that game, and they gave up 40 points without even coming close to scoring. Um, it's worrisome, but I think after a game like that, they have to at least compete a little bit. And I don't think the Rams offense is good enough to beat them by more than 17 points. Now, the only way I could see that happening is if the Jets get like shut out or score like three points again, but I don't see, I, I'm confident that they're going to at least be able to put up 10 points. So do I see LA putting up 27, 30 plus points in my mind? No, I don't think they're that good offensively. So I'm going to go Jets and hope that they can put up 10 plus points because that's the only way they're probably going to cover. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go Jets. Yeah. Uh, I was considering that game. I ultimately just stayed away from it because I mean, it's the Jets, it's Gase. So like, eh, I don't, I don't feel too confident in anything really. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that'll, that'll wrap it up for this episode i mean unless you have anything else to say really for predictions or in general uh no not really um no nothing really i will say uh when we decided to change the predictions format a little bit um i was anticipating being much more confident in my picks 
I don't know how much more confident I got. I think I'm, I've, I've been much more confident or I've not, I don't know about much more, but I've been more confident in other weeks before than I am in this. Um, I'll just recap my picks. I picked the Browns. I picked the Vikings. I picked the Chiefs. I picked the Bucks, and I picked the Colts. Uh, I, I, I'm not super confident in some of these picks. The Vikings, I, I'm not super, super confident in, uh, even the Browns, you know, to win by more than six and a half, I'm not super, super confident in that. The Colts game, I'm not super duper confident in. I think the game I'm actually most confident in was the Chiefs winning by more than two and a half. Um, I don't know why I'm so con- – well, okay, I do know why I'm so confident in that. Um, I, I watched Colin Colin's predictions, um, and he actually picked the Saints to win um, outright and cover. So that was interesting to me. I didn't really like that pick, but yeah, um, I don't have anything else to add. Um, I guess for the future, we'll be coming out with an episode after the games tomorrow, probably Sunday night ish. Um, We'll also be talking about the NBA season, probably Monday. Um, That'll be award predictions or whatever. And then season predictions. Basically we'll just be talking about the whole season before the season kicks off. So we kind of have like predictions on the table We've talked about how we feel about certain teams and then we'll go from there. But uh, yeah, NFL season coming to its, its climax, which is the playoffs, obviously. Uh, NBA season starting. We'll see how MLB goes. Um, I would say it's been pretty dry, but yeah. I mean, you have anything else to add before we call it? Uh, no, I mean, that kind of wraps it up. Um, MLB, yeah, no, again, no, big free agents have signed yet. So we haven't had anything talked about in that. So until that happens, then uh, we won't be talking MLB. So hopefully it does happen soon because I do want to talk MLB. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, We'll see you guys tomorrow and then NBA stuff on Monday. So see ya.